0: Is it a bird? Is it a plane? Is it a cane toad? No, it's the 71th floor. Time to pop the Prosecco. I'm on my way.
1: I'm a global citizen. Blink and you'll miss me.
0: I'm building an emerald empire that'll have you green with envy. Hello and welcome to the 71th floor, we are up here tonight and I'm here with just Chad tonight. How are you, Chad? Hello, I'm good. It's a bit lonely and quiet up here, the normal. It is. Luke is not with us tonight because he is in the throes of moving to Melbourne. Finally. Finally. We can see the planes going past the 71th floor, though. I think I can see his plane flying past. So we'll have Luke back next week, but we're still here to talk all things Episode 4 of The Real Housewives of Melbourne. What are you drinking tonight, Chad? Most importantly, um, I think you can probably guess. <laughs> is um, it pals? It's,
1: a, it's an orange, pals. Um, summer's, he- summers here, summers here. We're well, almost basically here. Um, I'm just loving this drink. It is totally me.
0: Um, for I, summer. Love <laughs> I love that drink. I love that drink. I'm not having an alcoholic drink tonight. I'm drinking an iced tea. Oh, might be able to hear my ice rattling. But um, delicious. Yes, summer really has arrived. It's about 25 degrees in Melbourne Gorgeous. today. We're out of lockdown, so just living our best summer vibes.
1: It's getting warmer here in Auckland, and I feel like we're um, getting closer and closer to easing some restrictions. So I feel like summer's not too far away here too. Um, That's so good. And I can't
0: wait. It's very hot and humid on the Housewives this week because we pick up where we left off on the last episode, which is Jackie's baby moon, and they're in cans And it starts with them going off on a little drive. They're going for lunch, and um, the girls all pair up in their in the different cars. We have Kyler and Gamble in one. We've got Janet, Angelie, and Simone in another, and then we've got Cherry and Jackie um, in their own car. And I mean, there's not much to this. Jackie's, she's like, it's she's
1: intentionally kind of forcefully done this so they can get to know each other and get along with each other a bit more. And she's put the old girls with the new girls,
0: and um, exactly, yeah. There's not much to it, really. The whole point is it sort of lays out all the drama for the rest of the episode. Nothing that exciting happens on this car ride, but Kyler and Gamble, Kyler's just frightened of Gamble's driving, which is... <laughs> she was telling her how to drive, and I was like, this is a backseat
1: driver. That is definitely me. Like, I literally... I've I've driven maybe once or twice. I don't drive. I don't have a license.
0: How have you driven once or twice without a license? No, I have a learner job.
1: license. So our friend okay. Calvin has, has taken me for a drive once or twice, but I'm that person, and I know now to just be quiet in the car because I'm always the person to be like, go, or stop, or it's red. <laughs>
0: My friend Georgia used to be a bit like that, and I am quite a dodgy driver, but um, the first day I got my license where I could drive by myself, we were in the McDonald's drive through and I crashed into the person in front of us. Oh my God. <laughs> that was my first time on the road. And um, she's been a backseat driver our whole friendship, but she recently got her license like, Love that for her. A little bit earlier this year. And she's doing really well. I haven't been in the passenger seat yet, but I'm dying to <laughs> give her some of what she's given me over the last that, few years.
1: That happened to um, when we were in school. My friend Bobby, who you know, she yes. um, we were in the KFC drive-thru. We weren't actually in the drive-thru. We, were, um, we left school during a lunch break to go to KFC and she backed into a child. What? With a <laughs> With a KFC crusher. This kid had a KFC crusher and dropped it and it just went everywhere.
0: You KFC crushed that kid. The kid was fine. Like, but the the
1: KFC crusher was gone. It was gone. Oh my
0: God. Well, I would love to drive with Kyla. Who would you want to be in the car with? Gamble. 100% Gamble. Okay. Well, we have Cherry and Jackie in the other car and they're talking about. Um, the tension between Janet and Kyla and Cherry's also heard whispers that Janet is going to come for everyone. So we see a little bit more on that and then in the Janet, Angelie, and Simone car Janet doesn't believe anything that comes out of Kyla's mouth which we've already kind of started to see but for the first time Simone raises an issue and she has the issue of Cherry reaching out to her designer and I thought this was quite funny because Simone was obviously cracking herself up in her master interview because she said, well, I'm not Rihanna. I don't love the way you look." That was everything. I'm a, I'm a huge Rihanna fan. And when she slipped in that quote,
1: she she knew she um, made something good or did something good in that situation. She, did. she was stoked.
0: She was, she was laughing at her own joke. It was so funny and good on her because I think maybe she's got a dry sense of humour. <laughs> But anyway, they're doing they get to where they're going for the lunch and it's this beautiful waterfall and they've got this gorgeous table laid out in the middle of these lush green surroundings. I don't know if it was the same for you Chad, and I know that Luke put this in the group chat while we were watching it. But there were tourists and every tourists single shot everywhere. And the
1: tourists had like their phones out. And there was like one of those like mum phone cases. The flip yes. <laughs> and you could tell she just had her her credit card or everything in there her driver's license and it was just one of those all in one things that she got AliExpress
0: things (laughs) I literally have the same note because it just took it out of the fantasy it's the real housewives they're on a tropical vacation Kyla has these little fluffy pink heels on and then there's mum there in her Kmart Mumu dress.
1: When they were like, they were walking down the stairs to go towards the waterfall where the table was. And I was like, oh, there's a couple people in the background there. But even they sat down at the table
0: and there was still people in the background. And I was like, what is happening? (laughs) I think this was the most distressing part of the scene, to be honest. They probably asked for selfies because they... Definitely. Do you think they knew who they were? Um, I feel like there were some kind of...
1: There was a, a mixed age range of people there, so surely someone would have told, or someone would have said, or I don't know. Yeah,
0: <laughs> the camera crew must have attracted something. They sit down for lunch, and just a little mention. Angelie kind of doesn't believe in Jackie's <laughs> angels. She takes a little jab right at the start, which is. Um, I've got the note. Angelie taking the piss about the angels. <laughs> we've we've had this before on the Real Housewives of Melbourne. There's always one that's skeptical or makes a stupid joke about finding the passport, like, we get it, there's no. sceptics, I'm, I'm tired of that. But Janet raises the point that she doesn't think Kyla, or not that she's changed, but she has a problem that Kyla isn't who she says she was. And they did know each other 10 years ago from what they've told mm. us. And Janet doesn't believe that Kyla's life could be true. And she, was, see, she, Janet seemed a bit lost for words here. Like,
1: she was, I don't know, she was trying to spit this kind of story out whether it was at the table or in the confessional look but she she was like it just seemed like she
0: was struggling to get out what she wanted to say whether she was holding back or or what i don't know but but don't you think after 10 years of not speaking with someone that they would have changed drastically
1: Absolutely. i mean you and i have known each other over 10 years almost and we've both changed so dramatically
0: like yes i'm a woman now (laughs) (laughs) I just think Kyla is probably, whatever Janet has, however Janet's interpreted this, I think that Kyla probably has changed quite a lot. So we'll see. But Lee told Cherry the conversation that was had in their car uh, when Simone raised the issue Mm. about um, a label. So basically... Simone. The drama is that Cherry had emailed a designer that Simone was working with and asked if she could dress her for this trip. What was the and name of the designer? El... Dida. El-, El-, El Dildo. This is, this, is they, this is what they sound like they were saying. When Cherry was recounting <laughs> it, she's like, Dildo Baggins, Dildo. El, El D- Dido Dido. Like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Cherry, obviously, Ali, Ali Dildo. <laughs> yeah. Cherry didn't really know what she was talking about, but Cherry raises it and tries to get her point across. And in Cherry's defense, I do think she was telling the truth because she said that someone had emailed about renting their property and all of Mm. this. So I think it was a bit of a, I don't know. She knew the situation where
1: um, her husband had introduced her to this designer or said you should reach out to this designer or however it played out, but... It wasn't like she was making something out. It did seem
0: quite genuine, I thought. Yeah, and um, Simone kind of thinks that she's recognised the name through Simone. But we get into that a little bit um, a little bit later when they all go to dinner. It kind of progressed on a little
1: bit, this conversation over the table. Um, but Cherry got very upset by this whole thing. And although she was quite defensive and stuff, she just started showing all this emotion about being upset
0: and angry and... It just really quite kicked off, I think. She started crying and got up from the table. And it was, it was a lot of reaction, really. And Angelie said in her voice, <laughs> <laughs> um, "Cherry has thrown me under the bus, which is very difficult for someone that does not do public <laughs> transport. Which, when I saw the previews for the show, that is very me because everyone that knows me knows that I do not take public transport. Transport... I always Uber everywhere. I have my license, but I just prefer to Uber. Aren't you East a Diamond member? Anybody? I am a Diamond Uber member. That's cute. <laughs> and I have to tell you my expensive Uber story. Because when I lived in London, I was working as a songwriter. I was so broke. And this was back. I don't know if you can still do it. But you used to be able to take an Uber long as you had like a dollar in your account. Because it used to just authorize the transaction. And then you could like go on a ride. And... It would just decline and you couldn't take uber again until you paid the balance whatever so i was in the middle of london i needed to get to my grandparents house in eastbourne which was about over two and a half hours away and i was like i don't even have 18 pounds to get the train so i'm gonna have to finesse an uber here so i took and ordered an uber and I got the Uber driver to drive me two and a half hours from London down to Eastbourne, which is like near Brighton by the seaside. Oh my God. And the Uber was £250, which at the time... Holy crap. I mean, crap. it's probably still now. It's about $500. That's basically double almost, yeah. And so that's not my proudest moment. But I, I do take a lot of expensive Ubers because that's just my life funny you say that because i'll never forget about the
1: uber that um one night we were actually at luke's house and we were leaving we must have had a couple of drinks a few wines and stuff and we were leaving and your uber had arrived and you were like this car pulled up and you were like that better not be my uber <laughs> it was this like i don't know this 90s station wagon whatever it was the
0: way i would describe it is it was like a a builder's van it was yeah but a car version like the doors didn't have padding or airbags it was like just a sheet of metal nah
1: and when you opened the door it made that like awful noise like Like,
0: uh, yeah (laughs) it was like a builder's van in a car version it was not right just the way that
1: just the way that you climbed in that thing you were like this
0: close to cancelling and ordering another word (laughs) it's not my style so cherry really cherry leaves the table and she's upset whatever she cries over over nothing and she gets up and storms off so Mm. we better let cherry cool down and um we'll take a little break hello welcome back we're up here. I can see the planes going past. The flight map is saying just a few more hours to go. <laughs> oh, my God. Remember
1: that? Remember when we were sitting in the park that time and we saw those planes going over and we were like, oh, that's the contestants from Drag Race. Like,
0: <laughs> I know. we were. It's quite easy to be um, on top of who's coming and going from New Zealand because there's really only one place they come in and out of. So... We, we like to keep tabs on the important people coming and going from the country. Not as important as mm. our Luke, though. Who we're dearly missing this week. But um, next week, Luke will be back and you guys will
1: be together for the first time since last summer. Like, that is, that's
0: exciting. It's crazy. It's going to be very good. We'll have lots to talk about when episode five rolls around. The girls are still kicking off and to shake off the drama of the lunch that they had. Where, by the way, Janet didn't know what coming for was. That's a bit of a like,
1: um, I don't think my parents would probably know if I said someone was coming for me. I don't think they would know what that is either. Like, I didn't really, I wouldn't really expect her to know what that means. No, so it's, it's it's, it's a very millennial kind of, I don't know,
0: term. It, it is. And it's recall. probably fair that Janet doesn't know.
1: What is coming for? It's like when you're you're not cancelling someone, but you're you're trying to Well
0: like. Janet said it in the context that she's coming for the girls, meaning she's gonna yeah, take jabs at them. Yeah. She's going to ruin their lives, maybe. And not ruin their lives, but She's coming. She's coming. You're almost out to get them, kind of thing. Out to get them. That's a good way of it. So, to shake it all off, the girls Gamble, Simone, Janet, and Jackie decide to go cane toad racing, which is just the most hilarious thing I've ever seen. It's hilarious, but come
1: on. Would you ever see this on any other Housewife season? Or series or franchise, or whatever you want to call it.
0: Well, they're a bit hard up for the the entertainment, like because they can't leave the country, so they had to go to Kent.
1: You can't tell me Lisa Vanderpump is doing
0: a bloody cane toad racing in Beverly Hills or wherever <laughs> she's from. <laughs> <laughs> I think maybe maybe they should. They should, but you, to to do cane toad racing, you have to kiss the toad first. Couldn't be the, me. The the kiss, the faster they go and then they blow them with a party blower, like one of the little when you get it off the table with the party blower, you pick it up off the ground, put it in the bucket and you win. Now, it's pretty, like you said, it's a pretty random segment, but the names of the toads are cute. So Simone had Donald jump and Gamble made a funny little joke about, oh, you won't be winning this year. Um, So Gamble's up with the American politics. Gamble's Toad was called Camel Toad, because she thinks She thinks you're going to win with a Camel Toad. Jackie's was called Aussie, 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 which is very... Very her, yeah. ...see that for her. Mm-hmm. And Janet's was my favourite fat bastard. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't the guy that was running this thing say, have you ever ridden a fat bastard or something? <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> is this a PG show, or...?
0: Yeah, Janet said Fat Bastard quite a few times. Like, And I thought it
1: would be a bit of comedy, a bit of Kath and Kim. What Toad
0: would have you picked? Oh. There was so many on the board. I don't know if you caught the names of all of them. I didn't see all of them, but I would have I would have picked Fat Bastard, hands down. Like, I don't even need to think about it. Or if you could make your own, what would you call yours?
1: Um, well, I wouldn't make my own because there was one on there that I was like, oh, someone will pick this. Um, Gay Freddo. <laughs> but no one picked it. And I was like, um, all right. I would, have, I would have definitely chosen gay it. I love
0: that. Well, maybe we, the 71th floor can go cane toad racing one day, when we get to do 71th floor live from Port Douglas. <laughs> but I wouldn't be, I'm not kissing it, so... I think it's cute. The way it just yeeted itself off the table onto the ground. <laughs> like, they're just blowing with a party blow, and it's loud. Up its ass! Like thought and- <laughs> oh, it was mean. <laughs> And like when they when he lifted when he lifted
1: the bucket off it, it was like they just they were sh- like in shock. They didn't even move. And then they were all just there, going... Bruh!
0: <laughs> it was it
1: was. That was a wow moment. That was wow. I don't know. I'm from provincial New Zealand, and we did nothing like that. <laughs>
0: Well, I feel like that's quite a provincial it thing. It is, to it's do. very
1: a provincial thing and no, none of that. None of
0: that. Well the girls the other girls do something a little more sophisticated and go shopping and it's pretty boring to be honest, except for the fact that Kyla says that she overheard Jackie and Janet ripping into the girls on the hotel balcony the night before. She said that they were mainly Going on about their hats and their headbands, and honestly, that's about what we got from their shopping. I mean, we 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 talk, we come across this a bit later at the dinner, but um, it was
1: interesting because she did point out, Angelie. She did say that. I wonder if the other girls are doing that right now, isn't talking about these girls, but this is literally what they were
0: doing. Like it was all about. I know. It's just this is housewife style. Like they're gonna talk. The other the other girls being. Um, Gamble and and Janet and
1: Jackie and Simone were were at that bar after the cane toad racing, having a a corona. Um, I have to point out, and I know Luke would be, Luke would have definitely gagged over this moment, but Gamble did ask the bartender for some baby umbrellas. (laughs) (laughs) And I don't know if you've heard Gamble's song, Classy, but she does there is a
0: baby umbrella line in there so um, they all laugh and have a bit of a giggle so I thought that was quite cute. Oh that's very cute. We, I think we've said this before, we love Gamble's music. Mm-hmm. Big fans. The episode moves into the dinner which is where they really get into it and it does start with Simone meeting Cherry for a little discussion before the dinner just to uh, pull her aside and this happened also at the lunch where Cherry calls Simone shallow. She said, You're shallow. This is a really shallow thing. And then they meet up to really hash out the drama. And Cherry calls her shallow again. I literally never want to hear the word shallow again. It was thrown around like... I don't even know. It's so shallow. It's so shallow. It's so shallow. And talking about maybe like a copycat accusation. Because this is where Simone talks about... You saw me tag that designer on my Instagram... And you've reached out, like, what a coincidence. But in in turn, Cherry thinks Simone, Simone's quite self-obsessed. I think it's genuinely a misunderstanding. And, like, they're just both seeing different sides of the same coin. Because watching it as a viewer, I'm like, let's get over this. We don't need to be calling each other shallow.
1: It's a bit awful because um, Simone did say to Cherry, like, if she had reached out and said, like, do you know someone or do you have anyone that could help me? Whatever. Simone literally said to her face that um, she would have offered her contacts and she would have put her in touch with some people and all that kind of stuff. And Cherry just said, well, that's very shallow. Like
0: what? That's, that's not, it's not. (laughs) It's not at all. (laughs) It's, it was, it's very random. It's a very random sort of fight. I mean, It gets a bit more intense at the dinner because the other girls arrive.
1: I do just have to point out before we move on a bit. um, When they ordered their drinks, Cherry, she, um, I don't know if you saw, she ordered a vodka lime soda. Skinny bitch. And it literally (laughs) took me back to Victoria Rees, like, um, from the real houses of Sydney. That's literally all she drank. And then as we progressed through that season, that was all they would just order everywhere they went. And they'll just tell these poor waiters, like, can I get a skinny bitch? Can I get a skinny bitch? Like, Very couture, darling. It's
0: very couture. We do love a vodka lime and We absolutely do. And then the other girls do arrive. And Kyla is wearing this gorgeous blue cocktail dress. And I just, I'm obsessed with it. I love everything Kyla wears. But in this lineup of what everyone was wearing to the dinner, I think Kyla had the best outfit she had my favorite outfit and she looked so good obsessed as always and she looked so stunning this whole scene is narrated by Anjali who I started to say last Mm. episode that I was starting to maybe get a little bit annoyed of her she talks about Simone and Cherry having their private conversation and she's like Oh, they're going! I can just imagine the Barbie heads popping off, going, and she is stirring the pot at this point. She's told Cherry a conversation that was meant to just come from Simone. She has these weird master interviews where she's so descriptive. I know she's yeah. a news presenter, but it is getting a bit much. I'm for sick many. of her calling them Barbies. She's always saying Barbies, this and that. Ugh. We get it, we get they're it. They're blonde, and whatever. Like, so. They're blonde, no uh-huh. big deal. And then they just usual dinner chat. She says that she's only just started to have orgasms with other people. Um, okay, <laughs> that's good for her. I'm happy for her. Dinner conversation. <laughs> like dinner conversation. Um, I don't know. Angela's just really starting to irk me at this point, but... She is. I'm 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 also
1: very getting that as well. Like every time she comes in and she speaks in like a master's interview or, or whatever, and I'm just like, oh god, just stop. You need to slip the fuck out of it!
0: it it's a bit it's a bit much, but <laughs> not in this life. Not in this life. An item of note that I'm just obsessed. Kyla said that she brought her hairdresser home once and as a female hairdresser, and she said it was because she's hot like okay. Okay, like, have, have you ever brought home your hairdresser, Chad?
1: Um, no, my hairdresser, um, Morgan, is a female who is absolutely stunning, um, who I'm also dying to see, but um, no, I, absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, do you believe
0: Kyla saying she brought home her hairdresser?
1: I don't know. There has. There used to be an ex-friend of the group um, who was notoriously known for um, trying to story top everybody else and always had a a better story or a better situation than everybody else. And this just gave me a bit of flashbacks here that um, um, Angelie was talking about her story and her experiences with women and, oh, Kyla's come in now she's ready to story top and she's ready to
0: talk over. (laughs) It was very that, but... Um, I don't I don't know I don't know who to believe story topping is the the absolute worst I do I believe Kyla because I mean I just I just do but <laughs> <laughs> good good for her i I think women are just more inclined to you know being more open sexually and with their sexuality because they just haven't. They're more in touch with... And good for them. You know, not no toxic masculinity, things like that. So good on Kyla. She seems like a bit of a loose cannon. Um, but she does um, start to... The, sort of the basis of this dinner is Kyla's lies. And I've got all Kyla's lies listed here, so we can go through them. The first lie that Janet accuses her of is that she's gone to Paris 18 times, but you don't speak French. And Janet eventually or later mocks her saying, eighteen times I've been to Paris. France is obviously predominantly a, a fr- obviously a French speaking country, but I think you can probably still get away with a bit of English. There's no way that Kyla is lying about this. You, you don't can go like, yeah. as many times as you want. You don't doesn't she's not going there to speak the language. I mean I'm sure she knows enough people that are gonna I mean, she's got a friggin' phone, like she'll know how to get herself around. Yeah, she lived there. She um, she went to study wine. She goes there. She imports champagne into Australia. She's def- It's easy to go somewhere eighteen times. Her not speaking French, so I'm. Um, we don't have a fact or crap, but I think that's a fact. Uh, that's not fake news. Not in this life fake news we can handle, and I think the first lie is, um, I think it's true. The second lie is that Kyla's partner didn't cheat on her, and to this I say, what does Janet know about someone's intimate relationships? What do you think?
1: I honestly don't get me wrong, and I think we do love Janet. Janet is we're a huge fan of Janet, but this is a bit of a reach. Like, it this, is, it is. This is a bit much. Like I, I just if you're gonna call someone out for lying, I don't think someone going to France
0: eighteen times is the first thing you'd get them for, or kind of thing. Like And and Kyla, they mentioned that Kyla's theatrical, so maybe she like I don't know. It's a bit of Kath and Kim, it's like a bit she's of theater, just exaggerating well, theatre. Yes. It's theatre. And yeah, Kyla has talked about she posted on Instagram as the show. Um, was airing the other day and she said that she didn't, she caught them cheating. Why would she lie about that? That's her story to tell. I don't think Janet knows anything about this situation so fake news. Not in this life. I'm, I'm calling fake news on that. So there is a third lie and that was the talking about the girl's on the balcony. So Jackie says that Kyla was lying about the talking on the balcony. Jackie says it's not true. Kyla said she heard something. Jackie says gone a couple of times. What do you think about this one? This one... Um, I think this one might be a lie. Uh, not a lie. An exaggeration.
1: Yeah, I think you're probably right. When I watched um, it back for the second watch, I was like, she knows a lot. And to lie about something and have a lot to back it up with, mm,
0: I don't know. Like... And she kind of, at the dinner, she said, oh, I was sick, I was in bed. Her story's dropping and changing a little bit here. I am I'm think this one might be fake news, Kyla. Yeah, I think it is a bit of fake news. Angela is sitting there and she's saying, I'm sitting here with a smile on my face and I'm checking out from the group. So... Great, thanks for contributing that, Angelie. I, I think from that vibe we're getting that she is really just looking to stir the pot. Um, and Angelie did herself think that Kyla was up herself when they first met her. And then this yeah. is where the dinner sort of goes awry, because the lies are out, all out on the table. This is where the vein is about to pull. Exactly. The, 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 the lies are all out on the table... Janet's accused of everything And then Janet just starts to mock her She goes, 18 times I've been to Paris 18 times I've been to Paris And Kyla says my favourite thing Janet, there's something fucking wrong with you Seriously There's
1: something fucking wrong with you, seriously Something fucking wrong with you
0: Um, Janet
1: is throwing around some big words here She calls Kyla a Pathological liar Mm -hmm. She called her a blatant liar And she says You're just a lying piece of and like say it this this is huge
0: can you spark say it you're just a lying piece of shit and janet is so cool calm and collected she is that's what i love about her she's like you'll never be on my level and kyle's like darling i will never be on your level and it's just back and forth even jackie in the situation when they're talking about the balcony
1: conversation she comes in and she says it's utter bullshit those girls have um i don't know I'm, I'm really seeing a side here where we've got the new girls against the
0: the previous cast and it's all kicking off <laughs> it's going on it's about time because we've been waiting for some drama and kyla is just i don't know i think they're attacking kyla for the wrong reasons but janet does say every episode in her little intro I don't like trouble unless I've caused it. And Kyla storms away from the table and goes, what the fuck is wrong with her? She's a fucking psychopath. <laughs> I just I just love the way Kyla speaks. <laughs> There's something fucking wrong with you. Seriously. Something,
1: something, something fucking, fucking wrong, wrong
0: with, with, with you. you. All right, well, while we go on our Kyla Kirkpatrick impressions, let us take a little break. Welcome back to the 71th Floor. What an episode it's been, Chad. How how are your pals going down? So much to unpack this episode. Um, the pals are going down great. It's been Halloween this past week. Did you do anything special this week? We didn't. Um, we're still in lockdown here in Auckland. We
1: did have... But speaking of Halloween, did what about you? Did you have any, like... You, did you have anything in mind to dress up as? Do you dress up for Halloween? Do you do that? Or
0: um, I'm getting a little bit old for that, maybe. <laughs> I don't know. I went to... A... We are the same age. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I went to dinner, so I made a little dessert, which was like brownie, and I cut out... Graveyards and put oh, that's cute. teddies in there, and they were like like little gravestones. And I took that to dessert to, to with my friends, and at dinner I actually taught everyone how to open a bottle of champagne, which I learned at um from the, the one of the previous episodes at the Champagne Masterclass, where Kyla um. Twist the cap open, keep the cage on, two turns at the bottom. I thought this on
1: your Instagram, <laughs> it was flawless. Like.
0: I am obsessed. I know, Kyla replied and she said I did it perfectly. And, I mean, maybe I did... You know what? I have been wearing my hair in this little ponytail with a band. And I, I am dressing like Kyla a lot lately.
1: <laughs> you could have worn that cute look from um, the first episode where she was... Um doing the painting and she had that cute little like overalls or that's exactly what i've been
0: inspired (laughs) by yes so i am yes single white female in kyla kirkpatrick and i'm going to her champagne masterclass in a week's time or just over a week gorgeous um it's a birthday present for my friend um mainly as an excuse to drag him along so I'll be able to come back and I'll be even more well versed in champagne masterclassing. So I was, I'm very um, excited
1: about that. I was gagging for Halloween to dress up as a a purple pals. Um, yes, that would have been. I thought that would have been so cute. Like um, everyone, I saw
0: some people on Instagram. I do did it. see
1: that, like a whole group of friends, but. Um, i would have been the purple next year pal so yeah i
0: think we might need to describe for the 71th floor listeners if you don't live in australia or new zealand a pals is everything like it's everything it's basically just a ready mixed drink it's like vodka it tastes like literally
1: fizzy water like it is it is it is so
0: good so when we're talking about pals, that's what that are, those are. Speaking and of, make sure you drink responsibly. Speaking of pals, that time
1: where, um, and this is very fitting because the housewives are on their trip to um, far north Queensland. When we went on our day trip to Waiheke Island and we were coming back and <laughs> we, <laughs> we took the ferry from Waiheke Island back to Auckland City. It might be, what, like 40, 40 45 minutes I think there might have been one too many pals had on the boat. Um, Mm. You and I both. And um, things got a bit rowdy.
0: Yeah, we were standing at the back of the boat and... (laughs) holding multiple drinks in our hands and and there was a mask mandate remember there was a mask mandate and we had our masks off to to drink but people were looking at us where we were probably quite drunk and you had a hat on we had been drinking all day like this was this was our port douglas moment it was our port douglas moment and we were with luke as well and luke will be back next episode um and like the Housewives, we see quite a bit in the preview for the next episode. Oh my god. And we were all dying about this in the group chat at the time because Kyla is sitting on this log <laughs> crying. Which isn't funny. Well Tammy thought Tammy, producer Tammy thought that she was fake crying. But Kyla's crying on this log and Janet goes, oh, I can't do this. No, we're cry now we're crying and
1: oh my god that's quite It's funny it is funny i um when i was watching back for my second watch tonight i literally filmed it on my phone and i sent it to brandon our friend brandon and taylor and i was like this is so funny they hadn't seen the episode yet and i was like oh my god i'm just still dying at this like literally over 24 hours later like i don't know if she'll come through but <laughs>
0: The Way she goes,
1: oh, I just can't, <laughs> it's
0: so funny. <laughs> oh no, I can't do this now. We're crying. Tammy's all <laughs> thinks it's the funniest thing she's ever seen on house lights. It's we've all had those moments where it's just like, Oh, I've had enough like crocodile tears, but it's a bit much. I don't think Janet and Kyler are uh, ever um, are gonna agree on anything. <laughs> wow. Well, it's time for a little segment that we... Well, actually, actually, actually... So... Oh, hold on. I've got that. I've got that. I've got that. If you just give me a, a second, I don't know where my soundboard is. Hugo. No, nope, that's the wrong one. Come on. I need to pull myself together. Oh, there's something fucking wrong with you, seriously. Something fucking wrong with you. Oh, just go for it. I can't be um, I was just going to
1: say, I was... Um, after the episode, I love to go through... Um, The housewives twitters and instagrams and just see what one another is saying so after the episode we get this tweet from janet and she says i have nothing to gain by lying how would you feel about the friend that introduced you to bernie madoff i do not want to be that friend the question is not what are the lies the question is why that's what makes me uncomfortable
0: Who's Bernie Madoff? Who the
1: hell is Bernie Madoff? I don't know what is happening in this tweet. Like, and then it's hashtagged Real as a Melbourne and tagged Rule Essentials too. <laughs> Janet is quite loose on Twitter, and she—I love it. I love reading Janet's tweets after the um after the episode airs. It's the first account I go to.
0: Her, whatever she's thinking, it doesn't quite um it doesn't quite translate in a t- in a tweet form, but it's hilarious. Like Tammy
1: said, he's a Ponzi
0: scheme scam finance guy. Okay. Oh, I don't
1: know. Wow. Well,
0: also, maybe sh- maybe she's calling Kyla a scammer.
1: Um. Who there's, knows?
0: A, there's a lot to this, and you can follow us on Twitter at the seventy one floor, Instagram and TikTok seventy one floor. Well, Chad, I think it's time for a little segment we like to call "I'm the fucking queen" and recently rebranded, or "snap the fuck out of it," because we just want to say we say this with absolute love, and maybe drown in the pool was a little bit too harsh, but. Chad, who was your queen of the week?
1: I'm the fucking queen. Fuck you.
0: Um, My queen of the
1: week is Gamble. Um, It's solely for the part that we were at the bar and she asked for the baby umbrella. So um, if you haven't listened to Gamble, um, Classy by Gamble, go to Spotify, Apple Music, wherever you listen to these podcasts and have a listen to it. But I think Gamble, this episode was so funny. Um, She gave us a lot of content to talk about. Um... Loved it. Love her. What a queen. Love, love, and
0: love. Chad, this week, who are you telling to You
1: need to snap the fuck out of it To snap the fuck snap out it? the
0: fuck out of it. <laughs> um this week, Snap the Fuck Out of It
1: is um no other than Donald Jump themselves.
0: Oh, <laughs> um, what did the frog do to you? Purely for the name. That's a boot from me. Yeah, we don't we don't engage in that. Well I'm the fucking queen. Fuck oh, you. This is gonna be no surprise to anyone. My queen of the episode is Kyla Kirkpatrick. <laughs> Again, a fucking game. <laughs> the bisexuality, she won me with that comment. Loved her dress. I love her. There's something fucking wrong with you. She's a fucking psychopath. There's something
1: fucking wrong with you. Just
0: the way she speaks. I'm obsessed. I can't wait to meet her again properly this time. Probably get a little picky. Um, I have her champagne glasses. I'm obsessed with her. I'm her number one. Is fan. the
1: champagne masterclass at the same place?
0: No, it's at a different location in Melbourne. Okay. Um, but it's it's gorgeous. Um, so I'm very excited to do that. And this week, I will be telling... You need to snap the fuck out of it! This week, I'm telling the people that are refusing to enjoy this season to snap the fuck out of it because they miss Gina and Lydia. I'm sick of hearing this. I'm sick of hearing, oh, this season's not so good. Oh, I miss Gina, I miss Lydia. The season, season four was on years ago, about four years ago. We're over it, move on, get over it, enjoy the season for what it is. This is all about the new girls. If you don't like it, don't watch. Gina's not coming back, or is she? Lydia's not coming back, or is she? So just give it up to God and snap the fuck out of it.
1: You need to snap the fuck out of it! That is so funny you say that. I did get a message this week from my friend Will, and he said... (laughs) I'm not convinced I like the new season, but I'll, persi- I'll persist. I miss Lydia and Gina, maybe even Petit Fleur.
0: These are the conversations I have with everyone. They won't shut up about it. And I said, okay, well, you live in the past. we It's just reality TV. Just enjoy it for what it is. We all miss Gina and Lydia. And Janet was doing a Q&A on her Instagram saying, what do you think of the season? And someone said, oh, I miss Gina and then Janet replied saying she might be back for season six. So just just park those thoughts and maybe they'll come back. Like, we don't know what's going to happen. Let's just enjoy the season for what it is. So to anyone that's having these conversations, snap the fuck out of it. Period. I need to get to the airport and pick Luke up. So um, I'm going to have to call the lift. I'm, in fact... I'm gonna. I talk about. I'm gonna go pick Luke up. I'm gonna take an Uber to the airport, and I'm gonna go. Because <laughs> I hope it's not a builder's Ute or <laughs> station wagon or thing No, I'm gonna take an Uber <laughs> to Melbourne Airport. I'm gonna pick Luke up. He'll be back here with us next week. Um, he'll probably need a Ute for his luggage because he is moving here, so he's probably gonna have a lot of bags. But I'll go get him. I think producer Tammy's got contacts with a Ute, so. She yes uh we'll be back here next week with luke with episode five of the real housewives of melbourne halfway but, through uh, is it we're halfway through exactly we are we are and make sure you follow us on tiktok and instagram 71th floor and on twitter the 71th floor thank you for joining us and we will see you next week
1: see you then